Hi, I'm Liz Cully, and welcome back to Cool, Cool, Cool. Each week, I give you a glimpse into what I think is cool and chat with a ton of people that are definitely cool. No topic is off bounds unless, I guess, it's not cool. Welcome to Cool, Cool, Cool. Once in a while, the internet delivers me with exactly what I've always wanted. Sometimes it's the things I shop for. Other times it's people like Jillian Gottlieb, who is not only funny, smart, and bisexual, but she has also just spent the last, I don't know, four or so years in New York City in the tri-state area doing the Lord's work. She has been getting every, like, skincare, laser facial, microblading, lip blushing, you name it, so that we don't have to. I discovered her through Rachel, who found one of her videos where she literally goes through and tells you all of the amazing people that she sees in the tri-state area. And I was like, way to not gatekeep. This chick is amazing. Started following her. And truly, one of the most informational, but also I don't know, fun, engaging follows I've discovered. Maybe ever. I'm going to say ever. Um, I could talk to Jillian for a thousand hours. I want her to be my best friend. And quite frankly, I think I'm going to make a trip just to New York and spend a day with her so I can be like, I don't know. I just want to I just want to be her. I think that's what happens when you're like when you have crushes on girls. I don't know. You you can decide for yourselves. Then I got confused because my I saw your um you have a rainbow in your like description and I was like yeah. wait and now am I like deeply attract now is my attraction yeah. val like verified and valid yeah. I mean you I give off gay vibes though like everybody no, don't I, I swear I do all of my DMs are like you have a like like you have a male partner like you're gay like you come off very gay I get that a lot. And I'm like, I, well, I, do. I like I, I give you, off half half gay vibes because I'm bisexual. I hold on to it. I'm yeah. with, I'm married to a woman, as right. you know, because I told you how I found you was Rachel. Actually, all good things on the Internet come back to Rachel, which many I mean, of the listeners know. I, I love she's also like not on the Internet, oh, but I love on her. the Internet. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And so it is funny because I hold on to my bisexuality, even though like it's pretty. Because I don't want to negate all of the attraction. Like, I I'm very that. attracted to men, even though I'm, like, in a loving relationship and we're monogamous and whatever. But I'm like, no, I got to hold strong. So finding out that you're a bisexual, I mean, like. I feel the same way. Like, I've been with a man for eight years, but I love the ladies. I don't want to give that up. I don't want, I'm, I'm not straight. I don't want to say I'm straight. I'm not. I, I like, and I like women actually more than men. I just happened to connect with Matt, my partner. But if I didn't have him, I would probably be with a woman. I do like them better than men. Ah, well, my goddaughter says that could be considered omnisexual, which is. I've never you, heard of that. It's maybe you and I, where we're like attracted to men and women, but typically, and actually it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman, but you would be more likely to be in a long-term relationship with one gender versus the other, even though you're attracted to both. That's so interesting. I thought, I thought I'm pansexual. Like, doesn't that mean you like everybody? I don't know. I can't keep up with the kids. I'm too old for the terms. I can't you're keep not, up. What are you talking about? You're also like Benjamin Button over here, just reversing into time. I we're all watching it. I have a very good doctor. She's very talented. She's very talented. I, so... Okay, Rachel found you and was like, DM'd me and was like, I mean, lying next Your wife to each DM'd other. DM'd you? Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. We DM each other all the time. Okay, that's She's amazing. like, look at this video. And it was a video of you. I have to describe for the listeners, okay, which we will post. We will repost everywhere. Okay, Don't I love that. I love that. Go nuts, everybody. Don't go nuts. Don't go or wild. you are like, let me share all of my resources in the tri-state area. My friend mm -hmm. Liam McSweeney. Also did this with her plastic surgeons at some point, which was very kind of her. You also did it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yes, you are a gem on the Internet. Share your wealth. I wish 
there was somebody like you on the West Coast, which then I'm like, wait, should I be the like peanut butter to your gel? Like, should I now yes. emulate my whole life like you? Like, yes, maybe I should. Maybe I should be like you and just copy you everything should. I do, but only on the West Coast. You should be me on the West Coast because there is not enough of me to be able to field all of the questions I get about like LA West Coast providers. I just don't know. I come to LA a ton. I don't, but I don't go to your doctors. I don't yeah, know. Why would you? There. Why would I? I mean, you have a I? fucking stacked, stacked entourage in yeah. New York, but that's how I found you. And then I started to deep dive as one does. Okay. I love that. I love that. And I'm like, oh my God, musical th- Theater, which is the gayest thing about you. Actually, that's I mean, right. You are a musical literally theater nothing nerd, is gayer. So. Also, my partner is a Broadway composer. Like that's gay. Very gay. Which then you have to tell him something. Yeah. So I have a lot of childhood traumas. We all do. Of course. But one of the biggest traumas is that my parents wouldn't let me audition for Kids Incorporated, but also the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh. And right. I now they live in Florida, which feels like a double offense being that right. I grew up in California. And I was like, I not only deserve to be on this show, but I can be on that show. And my parents were like, you just yeah. stick to theater, kid. Stick right. to theater, which right. I did. Right. But I saw that your partner made a guest appearance on the Mickey Mouse Club because yeah. I deep dove him as well, obviously. He, when he was 15, he wrote a he won a contest, I guess, to like write a song for the Mickey Mouse Club and they flew him and his family there. And I don't know the girl's name, but like one of the Mickey Mouse Club people performed the song on the show. And in our apartment, we have a big golden Mickey that he got what? for that. He was 15. I think he got paid for it. And it was his like first professional writing gig. The funny thing about that, though, is that he didn't realize it until later, but he's a 15 year old like composer. He stole the song like he stole the chorus from a Michael Bolton song, I believe. Yes. Like, I-, I don't know how the song goes, but it's 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 very funny. Wait, that's um, hysterical. But I I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, my God. And now I'm in love with her partner. I know he's great. And he wrote the prom. Also very gay. Very. No, no, no. Jillian, I was like, oh my God, Rachel, I'm finally recording with Jillian tomorrow. And I was like, do you know that her partner is like deep musical theater? Like did the prom, like the Netflix prom, like on brought, she was like, really? I'm like, oh yeah, they're musical theater nerds, which is amazing. And so gay. So gay, so nerdy. Like there is not one cool thing about me at all. And I am okay with that. Like I don't, there are enough cool girls out there. Like we don't need any more of them. We need real nerdy bitches. First of all, first of all, first of all, being a nerd, I think, is cool, especially musical theater. That means you're multi-hyphenate talent. You're also beautiful. You can, you know what I mean? Your body is ridiculous, which I'm like, please just tell me those are genes. Tell me that your mother looks just like you or I can't continue with this interview. Does not look like me, but I will say she's very small and I... Thankfully, I guess have a very fast metabolism because I don't exercise and I eat French fries every single day. I post about French fries every single day. I can't get through the day without eating French fries. I have the diet of a five-year-old boy. That's which you I have eat. the six-pack, like a you know how like little kids That's have nat- like six packs. It's natural though. That's it's such natural. a bunch of shit. You know, well, let me tell you, shit. As I as I look through sperm donors, yeah, often I'm like trying I mean, to see like, okay, does this kid have like a six pack? Because I did not have a six pack. I was small, but I didn't have a six pack. Let me tell you, you have you. to but find I, something really hot. Just like be shallow in that. I am, but it's baby pictures, which is like oh oh sort oh, of you're awkward. You're baby pictures. That's all you get. Really? Mm-hmm. You don't get adult pictures of like where the sperm is coming from. No. You have to see them as a child. Yep. Wow, why didn't I know that? However, you'll appreciate this. I do, t- we are looking for someone that has a touch of melanin in them because oh, given sunscreen issues and how yeah. difficult they are to yeah. come by these days that are good and also that like the ozone layer is, I don't know, gone. We're yeah. like, hmm, us two, you know, my wife is borderline see-through. I yeah. am quite pale. Lots of skin tone or darker is beautiful and you don't have to worry about too much of like the weird 
pale issues. Exactly. So yeah. there you go. Love so that. musical theater, yeah. you're just crushing, crushing. You are, from what it looks like in your timeline on the internet, you look like a regular, normal person on the internet. And then something changes where you become the epicenter of all skincare. Yeah. How, where did the switch happen? Where did the light bulb go off? I must know. Yeah. So I had a really crazy life. You know, we won't get into it, but no, get into it. I'm so sorry. I should have gone back to the life. Tell me about what's the crazy life. The life was wild. The life was wild. Lots of issues when I was younger, drug use, like some bad stuff, dropped out of college five times. I've had a pretty wild time. When I moved to New York, I did musical theater. I did it for 10 years, almost 10 years. And then COVID happened. I quit though. I decided to quit musical theater like six months before COVID, which actually ended up being like the best decision one could ever make because yeah, you were COVID fun. didn't stop me. I stopped me. But I did, just when you say you quit, were you were just like going to focus on TV I, and film or like no, what? It, it was. I was so tired of doing eight shows a week. I oh, was yeah, I can't exhausted. Imagine. I was so burnt out. I, you know, when you do eight shows a week, when you have an 8 p.m. show, you can't really do anything, I feel like, during the day. It's especially I was always the lead in shows. I was resting my voice all day long. I was preparing. I have horrible anxiety. So I couldn't do anything other than like wait for the show. I felt like I wasn't living. So early 2019 or late 2019, I quit. I was like, no more. I'm done. Maybe I'll focus on TV and film. And then COVID happened. So of course, no auditions, nothing going on. And I didn't know anything about skincare, really. I, I barely took care of my skin, barely wore sunscreen. Um, I had gotten filler at that point, no Botox yet. And I don't really know when the switch happened, but something around like 2020, I was like, I really am into learning more about skincare. And I remember when it was in 2021, I was in my dressing room. I was filming an episode of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I had nine hours to kill in my dressing room. And so I turned on TikTok. I had posted like just five or six musical theater videos at this point. And I turned on TikTok and I started talking about having fillers and where I have them and what products I have. And I said, um, like, hi, I'm Jillian. It was very sweet and cute. I said, hi, I'm Jillian. Um, want to talk to you today about fillers. Thank you for joining me. You're like, thank so you for joining silly. my call. My, thank my you video. for joining me. It was so silly, so formal. But I said, you know, nobody talks openly about this. So I figured maybe I'll talk openly about it and see what happens. So I'm in my dressing room, right? I posted that video. The video immediately goes viral and I get hundreds of comments. So I'm in my dressing room. I have those eight hours left to kill. I hit a bunch of comments and I do video responses, answering everybody's Mm. questions. That day I made 20 videos and I gained like 100,000 followers. It it went so quickly, so quickly. And I was like, oh my God, I am fucking onto something here. It seems like nobody is honest. Nobody talks openly about procedures and beauty. And I am beyond an open book because I'm not only not ashamed, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the fact that I look better now than I did 10 years ago. And I think I should tell people how I made that happen, you know? Yeah. Um, So then I poached my dermatologist to teach me everything she could about skincare. Dr. Cindy. Dr. Claire. Oh, Claire. That's right. Claire. Dr. Claire. Sorry. I was watching some video and Rachel goes, is that Dr. Claire? I'm like, yes. How do you know? Anyway, we're big Dr. Claire fans in this household. So I put her on Instagram. I put her on TikTok. I started helping her with that. And in exchange, she kind of trained me as like a resident. So I learned so much from her. Like I absorbed all of her knowledge and I just started really studying. And I feel like now what makes me different is that I know things from like an educational perspective. I'm not just saying like, oh, this moisturizer feels great. You have to buy it. Like, no, I know how to read ingredients. Claire checks everything that I post. So everything is like dermatologist approved. And yeah, it's it's now been two and a half years. That's it of posting maybe. And I only started posting skincare on Instagram about six months ago. I kept it only to TikTok. 
And in my brain, I was like, Instagram is my friends. Instagram, they don't care. Yeah. About so I no, only we care. I care yeah, so well, deeply. So, so no, maybe like five months ago, I think my manager was like, you know, you have to post on Instagram. You have, you have to like, just get over the fact that like friends will see you talk about your fillers and Botox. Cause it was a kind of, you know, it's a little weird sometimes to open up with when people in real life know you. And then I got over it and, uh, I started posting and now it's, I mean, it's going well. You found me. Here we I are. I found you. I, I will never, I mean, thank God. Also, wait, when you say manager, is this your acting commercial manager? No, my, my social media manager. I Who's, have a- Like, what does that look like? Like a, somebody that books your campaigns and books yeah, your- exactly. And she's fantastic. She found me. She She reached out to me. She's incredible. And she gives me homework. I mean, as as somebody who's not great on like I'm not great with technology, she tells me what I need to do. You need to be posting reels. You need to be engaging with people. I mean, I'm overly I overly engage with people like I know, but I like squealed. I think I wrote like I can't remember whatever my first comment to you and you like immediately commented back and I'm like, yeah, Rachel. But I, you know, overly active in my comments, overly active. But people like love that. Yeah, I love it. Like you, I I don't want to just post a video and then disappear. That's not what I want. I feel like I have genuine friendships with people I've never met. You know, people send me pictures of their kids and their dogs. And I chat all day long in DMs with people that I do not know. And I love it. And I'm I'm a total introvert. I'm a homebody. I don't have that many real in-person friends. And I feel like the people that I've become friendly with on the internet are my real friends now. A hundred percent. Especially in the pandemic. I mean, I started, I mean, I've always kind of done this sort of thing, but I had started a show in the pandemic and I really met people. I mean, we all had time. We were all scared. But the way I've met people and I cherish, as you all know, listening, I cherish my listeners like so hardcore. Like I'm in my Patreon. I'm like, what do you guys like? What do you guys not like? Like, okay, what do you want to do? You know, I have a beautiful ornament on my Christmas tree that was hand blown by one of my listeners and I put it at the very top of the tree. I agree. I have so many internet friends that I have just gotten so close to and especially the bi-coastal of it all. I mean, I used to travel for work a lot more but i think as a lot of people and especially companies realize like we can just do zoom Uh, even for production i mean i asked you when you were coming back out here which we can always record again in studio but i am so glad because before you would book people but you'd have to like do a whole junket or whatever you know like you'd have to shove it all in and now it can be way more ad hoc which is incredible but i i love talking to people on the internet. I like love it so much. It makes me so happy when people write to me and ask me things or thank me for, you know, say they made changes in their routine and their skin looks amazing. And I want to be kept up to date. I want everybody to reach out to me like I'm a real friend. Mm, Be careful what you wish for. I'm like, no, Um, do it. What has a viewer watcher, friend, internet friend, fan, I don't know what to call them, yeah. um, sent you in terms of advice that was like great that you have implemented into either your routine or just that was surprising to you? Um, well, yesterday, about 200 people DM'd me that I'm an idiot for not getting gel manicure and pedicures. And that was oh. an ad- advice that I will now be Taking. Well, I'm going to take it a step further for you. Tell me. Because the one thing I am an expert on. Yeah. Is nails. Is nails. I okay. had, well, I had a show called Getting Nailed that actually <gasps> is now like in the zeitgeist again for years. Oh, wow. No, I've been doing crazy nail art for almost 12 and a half years. Oh my God. And so I had a show, shot it all over the place, shot with nail artists all over the world. I'm actually, I was here for you for a reason. Here's what you're going to do, though. Well, one, you're in New York, right? You're, are you yeah. in Brooklyn? New one, York. I'm going to get you who you're going to go to see. Okay, thank That's you. That's done. I need it. Two, you're going to get Japanese hard gel. You're not okay. going to get Gel X. You're not going to get Dip. You're not going to get any. You're going to go get Japanese hard gel. This is four, five weeks later. <gasps> 
Okay, you're going to change my And life. it's my real nails. I don't have acrylics. I don't have fakes. They last forever. I garden every day. Oh, my God. And they're beautiful. And we've got you covered. Who's your you're, person in New York? In your, well, I have a few. That's what we're going to look at your time availability and what you want to do. Wow. Really, there's one woman and she's actually in Dumbo and she's so fucking good. I don't want to like shout out people's names if they're going to be like annoyed with me because it's like so hard to get into people like I'll get you in. Like okay. I'm going to introduce you. OK, amazing. There's this one woman in in Brooklyn or in Dumbo that's so fucking good that I'm going to introduce wow. you to if you're down to go to Dumbo. And then there's Vanity wow. Projects, which I shot two episodes of my show out, which is great. Okay. There's also, um, oh God, what do they call themselves? There's like another more like formal Japanese studio, but I don't know if they exist anymore. Vanity Projects is cool. It's this woman, Rita from San Francisco, who I've known forever. And she has like her artists that are there, mm -hmm. but then she does artists in residence. So like if you wanted to get your nails done by... Astro, Astro Wifey, that's it, from Chicago. She'll come and like do a weekend there. It's like artists in residence. It's pretty crazy. But that's off of Christy. Even, I've never even booked an appointment for like nails. I just walk into any random place I see. Yeah, that's never going to happen again. I've and got you. It's, it's going to be a whole thing. very underwhelming. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. You're about yeah. to change my life. I am. It's just different. I mean, it's so funny. I mean, my nail artist canceled on me this morning. She's the best, but can be quite difficult. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to break up with you. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I've literally been getting my nails done by you for 13 years. Yeah. Like, God fucking damn it. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not. Can, I'm really not. Yeah. You have oh, to. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm wait for your DMs. I'm just going to. I can't light wait. You up. I am ready. But I love that advice. Yeah. You've got to do. We've got to move you into that. Well, because also with how much you're working, it is a little bit more time consuming when you get your nails done, but it's only like once a month or once every five weeks. You know, I don't get my nails done ever. Like, I don't do them oh. at all. Or you could just say, fuck it and not do it. But if I want to get them done, Got I can't keep going to these walk-in places. I went no. to the place around the corner from me two days ago. It was there for two and a half hours. I waited almost 45 minutes with my feet under the dryer. And then I put on my Uggs and walked five blocks home. And when I took off my Uggs, there was like no nail polish left on my toes. And I was there for two and a half hours. And okay, yeah, like, we're, this is never happening again. Yeah. We're like changing this for you. Because then you're going to get a gel pedicure, which is going to last you for forever. And yeah. you could literally put Uggs with socks and nothing's coming off. Yeah. My followers are very good too. Like if they see me doing something that they know better, like they will immediately DM me, girl, I got you. Like we we got to change this, and I love that they all feel so comfortable, like to to message me and to comment and to you know I've I've made them very comfortable. It's a safe space. Tell me when I'm being a fucking idiot, and tell me what's better. I love that. Now, yeah. what about like other outs? Like, do you subscribe? So we talked about nails, but do you subscribe to like eyelash extension? The no. No, I get a keratin lash lift and tint every couple of months. So it's really? my own lashes. Um, Japanese salon. It's a it, the keratin is the trick. You don't want a regular lash lift and tint, but a keratin lash lift and tint. Great for your lashes. It makes them like so long, strong, beautiful. Um, so I do that every few months. And then my brows are microbladed. So I had them microbladed a couple years ago. My lips are a lip blushing, so it's a lip tattoo. That's really scary. Jillian, I have to pause you on the blushing of the lip. That really fucking freaks me out. Does it? Why? Because you're tatting your face. Yeah, you're tatting. Well, same with the brows. You're tatting your face. Are your eyebrows still the right color or yeah. are they turning? Oh, they're gorgeous. No, no, no. So they turn when you go to a place that uses, um, it's a certain type of dye. The place that I go to uses like the highest quality. I am four years into my microblading and they are still perfect, not faded at all, no weird colors, but you have to be really, really careful who you go to or they can fade like red. And that's horrible. You don't or want that. blue or blue, kind of like a tingy blue gray. It, I only tell people there's a place in New York called L brow. That's where I went. And I don't recommend like anybody going anywhere but them. They're just, and the do best. you have to like 
do you then shape your brows or now you're just done? You like No, I don't have any real hair other than in the front. So I don't have to shape anything. They're just on my face. I might I know. have to do that. I dye my own eyebrows. You dye them? Yeah, they're blonde. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you get microbladed? Well, yeah. What's going to happen is I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to come stay with my sister and I'm just going to live the a day in the life of Jillian. I want that and you will love it. I know. I want the scalp. We haven't even gotten to the oh, scalp. I am oh so God, curious so about good. the scalp. You, I'm well. bringing you to a scalp treatment. Again, Talk us through Japanese, Japanese scalp treatment. Well, here's the thing. I literally just want to go to Japan and never come back. Yeah. You also want to talk about nails, honey. Woo. I mean, that and soul. Skin care, the hair care, everything. Japanese has it on point. Yeah. And and Korea, I would say. Korea is pretty good. Korea too, for sure. So, okay, you've got your eyebrows tatted, your lips tatted. Yeah. When did you get your lips done? I got them about two and a half, maybe three years ago, and they faded like beautifully. They're just Yeah, they look beautiful. Well, this is lipstick. I've makeup oh. on, but they're they're lovely. Same place, Elbrow, the same place that did my eyebrows. Because I got a, um, which was very nice. I want to yeah. make it clear that I'm saying that this was very okay. nice, but very nice. I was hosted by a brand. I won't yeah. say who to get a lash lift. Lash lift. Yeah, and I hated it. Yeah, it was I would- so many toxic. Like I freaked out. I didn't like how it felt, and I met, felt like it made my eyes smaller. You have to get a keratin lash lift and tint, and you have to go to the right place. I think I went to, I'm not even kidding, maybe 10 places before I found the place that I go to and changed my life. Japanese salon. Yeah. The best. You have to just come to me and experience the places because, you know, a lot of people have a bad experience with something and then they never want to do it again. But it, it really matters where you go and who you go to as to what type of treatment you're going to get, you know? Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, I will try anything. I, a friend of mine posted on Instagram years ago and she says, um, my friend is looking for models for eyelash extensions, like whatever, da, 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 da. And I, of course, I write back bad because I'm so bad. the worst. Yeah. And I go, oh, my God, me, because, I, oh, my God, speaking of what we were talking about before we started recording, I had my live me show, which was on ByteDance, which owns TikTok, and I was constantly shooting. It's not like I was getting yeah. my makeup done. I had to do yeah. it myself. And when you're fair, I lash extensions. Now I do Lashify here and there, but which okay. looks like it, but I do it myself. It does look so much better, but it's so shitty. for, And I had never gotten it done. So yeah. I go... And it was a, I didn't realize I was like the model for a class, which fine, no big deal. Okay. And I'm lying down and the woman looks at me and she goes, what kind of look do you want? I go, oh, I have pictures, not my first rodeo. And I'm showing like really feather, natural. Actually, it's my friend in New York who has this amazing woman she goes to in New York. I'm like, this is what I want. Right. She goes, well, that's not the brand. Like, that's not what we do. I fell asleep. Well, not really. I like went, I catatonically like disassociated. I looked like a Muppet stripper. Like I had those like fluffy, crazy, like I looked like Jan from the Muppets. No, I can't. Oh my. And also listen to each their own as far as what look you like, but it is so bad for your real lashes to get those thick, heavy lashes on top. It's just, it's, oh. It was a bummer. So I'm usually down to do things, but I think you're right. Sometimes you have to find like the right person. You know, it's so funny. I, a a simple thing, which obviously I know you do, are facials. I've lived in LA for 13 years. I've been to every celebrity. I have not found a great facialist. If anybody has one, please let me know. Celebrity, fancy facials are not. I got a celebrity facial in New York. I won't say who or what, but it was like the highest of the high. Yeah, celebrity. I bet it was the exact same place that I went. I know exactly where you okay. went and it, it was whack. Been, and it was whack. Nothing happened. There were no extractions. There were no masks. Never extractions. Punched in the face for like an hour, basically. And then when it was done, my face was swollen because I was just being punched in the face for an hour. And they were like, oh, look at the glow. Look at the the blood rushing to the face. I'm like, that's not what I wanted. I want a gentle, nice face mask, some extract those pores. I don't, I didn't want to get 
hit in the face for an hour. So do you also go to like an Asian salon for your facials? I have a so I don't friend. get facials often at all. When I do go, usually it's just because I want to film them. But mm. I do a laser treatment every year, and that is way more important to me than doing a facial. But I do recommend if if you're somebody that's new to skincare and just looking for something and you've never done anything before, I do recommend going to get one. And the place I go to is literally a hole in the wall in Hell's Kitchen. It's a $90 microdermabrasion facial for an hour where my girl Mona will do a million different fa- uh, face masks, LEDs. She does the most intense extractions. She does like e- everything you can possibly think of and then ends with microdermabrasion. You look glorious coming out of it. I tell a lot of brides on a budget to go there a couple days before. Like I, my most popular DM I get is, hey, Jillian, I'm getting married. Yeah, what do I do? For a couple months, what do I do? And almost everybody that messages me is on a budget. And I say, this is what you're going to do. You're going to get a professional dermaplaning session and you're going to get a facial. And the total is going to be $180 and you're going to look better than you've ever looked. Rachel, we have to go to New York. Immediately. Immediately. She's like hiding in another room. You have to. I will will take you around. You know how there's like those food yeah, uh, that's what I want. Where you hop from place to place and eat the different foods. You're going to come with me, but we're going to hop from place to place and try the different face things. And I will change your life. That's one thing I'm very positive of about myself is I know the best places to go because I have gone to all of the wrong ones. Oh, yeah. I fair enough. The best yeah. places. And you don't want to fuck with your face. You don't want to fuck with your lashes. You don't want to fuck with the wrong microblading person or the wrong facialist. A bad facial is you could get you could get scarred. You could have broken bad broken capillaries. It's very important who you go to for all of these things. Well, I agree, and I love that you also talk about lasers and like more of kind of the like the real shit that's gonna yeah. do some things. I mean, I that's the other thing I think with facials and like even the celebrity ones. I'm like, even if they do like a little microcurrent or whatever, I'm like, it doesn't do isn't doing shit. fucking jit. Doesn't do I was fuck. like, I have a new face. It does absolutely it don't nothing. they don't do anything. It does absolutely nothing. If you really want to make a difference in your skin, you have to commit to a yearly laser treatment or twice a year laser treatment. If, if lasers aren't right for your skin, commit to a chemical peel. But you have to do in-office treatments. Do not waste your money on at-home devices. They will not do shit for you. They will do these little minimal lifting effects for a few hours after using them, and then your skin goes back to normal. There is I- a reason why people go and get treatments in a dermatologist's office as opposed to buying a stupid at-home product on Amazon. Uh, really, don't waste your money. So what about, like, talk to me about laser. There's so many things, and I think a lot of people are like, whoa, lasers, like, peels? like." And I also have, like, a gift certificate for PRP, which I want to talk to you about, because I, like, okay. don't even know if I should okay. use it or not, because yeah. I, like, yeah. haven't. First of all, a gift certificate for anything skincare makes me feel weird. Like, is I it know, a, me too. Like a Groupon or what? Like what No, are we- it was like a girl. I mean, it's like a few treatments. It's at a place where a lot of people in L.A. get like either laser hair removal, which, by the way, if you have blonde hair or gray hair, don't waste your time. It doesn't like work. Myself. Don't waste your time. But also a provider should tell you that. And if they don't tell you that, they're scamming you. Every yeah, provider knows that it, you need you need pigment to attract <laughs> the laser. If you don't 100%. have brown hair or black hair, you're getting scammed. So it's a place that's fine, but for PRP and I'm like, should I even do PRP? Like what for someone like me who I'm like, okay, I've done like a lot of a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm actually in the prime window. I haven't had Botox or fillers for three months. Okay. So I'm in the prime time. I feel like to do lasers. So what do you what would you get? This is my advice that I give to everybody that asks me this question. I always say fall in love with a provider, not a laser. The most common question I get is, Jillian, should I go get the halo laser or should I get Fraxel? And I say, well, do you have a provider? Do you have a cosmetic dermatologist that you trust? Do you have somebody that you, you, you trust what they tell you to do and you go to often and they say, oh no, I've never, I've never been to a dermatologist. What laser do I go get? The thing that you need to know is laser treatments will be different in everybody's 
hands. You know, a, a cosmetic dermatologist doing a laser treatment is going to be different than a random Joe Schmo that you book on Groupon for $500 doing the same laser. Right. You have to make sure you're going to somebody who is qualified, who knows how to use the machine, who knows the correct depth, who knows how many passes to do, who knows if you're even a candidate. The amount of people that have olive or darker skin that incorrectly get Fraxel laser or or a laser that is is too harsh on their skin tone and now have horrible skin issues like like one girl one girl just wrote to me she has olive skin beautiful skin she went to a med spa with a random person oh she got Fraxel the person did like ten passes on her skin and now she has crazy white patches all over her skin that skin is not coming back it's not going to grow back this woman like maimed her. I really, really recommend instead of picking a laser, you find a provider and that provider will have a treatment that is right for you. You know, my my dermatologist, people are always like, well, why do you get Fraxel? And I say that's because that is the laser that my dermatologist owns. Yeah, so but people they're, they're, love Fraxel. Like, that's what I well, want to get if I'm Fraxel's being honest. Fraxel is incredible. It really is incredible. And but what does it exactly cool. do? So it promotes collagen. It helps with hyperpigmentation, texture, fine lines and wrinkles. It really helps with everything. It's kind of an overall skin resurfacer. I do something or I just started doing something that my derm has dubbed a mini Fraxel or a half Fraxel. So usually Fraxel Dual is eight passes on the two wavelengths. It's a 1550 and a 1927 wavelength together. I have done that way too much for me, way too much for me. The downtime, the puffy face, the peeling. So we started doing something called a half Fraxel, which is just four passes as opposed to the eight on one wavelength just to target my melasma. I have pretty bad melasma, Um, not right now, but it always comes back, it's hormonal. But Fraxel is just, it really is incredible. It's, It's an incredible laser. But again, if your if your provider doesn't have it, they might yeah. have something that's comparable. What about chemical peels, which I feel like sometimes are like a good first kind of chemical dip peels. In- great. Chemical peels are also great for darker skin that can't tolerate a laser too. Mm. The thing, you know, I've had some chemical peels, and my skin, I look very glowy after a chemical peel, but I don't think it does for me personally. I've never seen it do much more other than give me a nice glow for a week. Yeah. I also think it's important to. Try out some things with your trusted provider. You know, from from me being with my dermatologist for so many years, I've tried a lot of things with her. So now I know what I like and what I don't. And she knows what my skin likes and what my skin doesn't. You know, you build this relationship with somebody. You don't want to constantly be jumping from provider to provider because you want to try the newest filler or the newest laser. It's really important to build a relationship with somebody who knows more than you do. Yeah. How did you find your provider? So my medical dermatologist was her ex-husband. And I saw him for my acne. And when I was like 28, I was like, dude, my under eyes, I think I need something called filler. And to his credit, he was like, absolutely not. Like, you're beautiful. I don't want you doing any of that. And I was like, my choice, not yours, but thank you. I said it nicer than that. Uh, and he was like, well, if you're really going to go to a cosmetic dermatologist, my wife is in the next room and she is the best cosmetic derm in in New York. And I made an appointment with her and I never saw him again. RIP to him wherever he is. RIP, dude. Well, I mean, she is lovely. I love her. You have okay. taken her into the Instagram orbit and I She's absolutely love yep. it. She is it's posting amazing. away, but she also is just so honest, like, Overly honest, New York, tough doctor, but so sweet. And she's an artist, like she's an actual artist. She's an amazing painter. And she really looks at you and figures out what you need. She says no, which a lot of doctors and providers should take a note from. You know, if somebody wants something that's not right for them, say no. Um, She's just so skilled and so wonderful. Yeah. I mean, your skin is Benans. It is literally <laughs> cherubic. Like you look, I feel like I'm in the Metropolitan Museum of Art and you are like just etched out of just beautiful, beautiful stone. Like I say this in the Thank best you. way possible. You also chronicled your nose job. Yeah. 
which I chronicle everything I do. I literally, right before we got on this, I was making my video on my one month update since I got marionette line filler. I like to make sure people know nobody chronicles things like week by week. Yeah, no, they don't. Nobody does it. And I think it's important that somebody does because there's a lot of people that are very nervous out there. They want to know how does filler feel two weeks after you get it? How does filler feel a month after? What do you feel like a week after a nose job, a month after? I think it's really important that there is a somebody out there, and I made it myself, somebody out there to explain these things from a patient's perspective. You got a great nose job. I got a great nose you job. You got like team. a really, because yeah. here's the thing, like Blake Lively is the perfect example of someone that got a nose job and is it's like one of the best nose jobs I've ever yeah. seen in my life. He has a fantastic nose job. Like literally one of the best nose jobs I've ever yeah. seen. Same with you because it's a great nose job, but it's not like you look like an entirely fucking different person. No, like, I feel like I look exactly like myself, the way I was always supposed to look. He is, I went to Dr. Ben Paul in New York City. He is the most amazing doctor. Yeah, I just can't recommend him enough. He, and he was how did that work? Did you say like, I've always wanted to know this job and you went in and asked him or like, did you go see him for other things? Like, what was the whole I process? never wanted a nose job until I I downloaded Facetune. I downloaded Facetune, oh <laughs> which I do not use anymore, but it was new. It had just come out. My heat just went on and it is 5,000 degrees. I in love here. your sweater. It's really cute. I also have a cute little sweater I, on. It looks so cute. This is from World Market at the Grove. What? Yeah. How did we not run into each other at World Market at the Grove? I, I used to live right there and I love that. My night. sweaters are from World Market at the Grove. Hysteric. I didn't even know they sold. First of all, they have the best sweaters of all time. The best. And all of my bathrobes that I wear in my videos are also from World Market. I have a little in at a, I wear a bathrobe. My wife calls it my house coat and she clowns yeah. me every day for my bathrobes. I, though I like your bathrobes, I have someone who might want to send you a bathrobe if you're open to it. I will it. take, there is one thing I will never say no to, free pajamas or free bathrobes. Because I wear them every day. Best pajamas, want me to tell you? J. Crew. Really? 10 out of 10. I just bought in a huge box Black yeah. Friday for Rachel and I because they're cotton. They're so cute. Short, long, shorts, long okay, pants. 100% cotton because I'm like old and I like sweat and I live in California and it's hot here. But they're so cute. And I'm also such a wasp. I like get them monogrammed because I like hate myself deeply. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's so waspy. But they that's have the best. Really yeah. But I was like a debutante. I'm like pretty waspy. I'm texting Matt that it's too hot in the bedroom and he's going to turn it down on his phone. Matt, I love you. I know he's not here. He's at Target right now. Also so hot. You guys are real hot. He's so cute. He's an angel. Um, Okay, wait. I don't post him though. Yeah, you do. He's so cute. You do post him. You posted him on something on your story and that's how I found, like I went down the rabbit hole. He's an angel. An he angel. just seems like a sweetie little baby angel. And I, I saw the Mickey Mouse thing and I like lost my fucking mind. I was like, oh, God, can I? Cutie pie. I'm like, if only I had more energy to single white female you, I would. I mean, you could. I might. Do it. I might. Wait, so, OK, you go to the doctor. Tell me yeah. about the nose job that oh, okay, now so, I want. So wait, so I downloaded Facetune back oh, when yeah. it came out in like 2019 or something. I was playing around with it and I never thought anything was like weird with my nose and I made it smaller and I was like, holy fuck, I look better. I look better. And it started me on a mental spiral. Um, I deleted the app immediately, but I saved the picture. I made like a side by side of like real nose to fake nose. And I was like, that bitch with the with the smaller nose is a 10. Like that bitch is a 10. <laughs> so I made some plastic surgery appointments. I hated the two doctors that I met with. I was like, they're they're horrible. Um, and then I said, yes, this is a crazy story. So in 2019, I said yes to getting a nose job with my ENT, who is not a surgeon. She was just like, I'll do it for free. <sighs> COVID happened and that didn't happen. Thank God, because that would have been the stupidest mistake I've ever made Wait, in my life. Are you ready for this? Yeah, tell me. My brother, who yeah. just served in the army, had really bad breathing issues. Yeah. So they gave him a new nose and they also because they were like in there pin back his ears. 
What? But you have to understand, imagine, my brother's gay, he's like the best. But imagine calling like, I'm pretty, I'm not like vain. Well, yeah, I'm pretty vain. But I'm also like, I love makeup. I love, like I've been in the industry. Like I love all this shit. Hence, I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. You should have heard us. We were like, is this a plastic surgeon? Who the fuck is doing your surgery? And he's like, no, no, it's the ENT from like the army. No, no. He looks fine. He actually is okay. Okay. But I don't like, but oh at my first, God. he looked like a different person. And oh I was like, God. he FaceTimed us. And we were like, oh. But I feel like that, the only thing that I think I made a mistake is sometimes I get filler in my nose to lift it. <gasps> Please, no, you can't. I it's know, so I think. dangerous. I think it's, that was what. literally did a video on that. I know, it's Rachel dangerous. sent me your video. Please, no more. You're not doing that. You don't need Will it. Will it anymore. dissolve? Am I fine? Or have I ruined my life? No, you're fine. I mean, you're still alive and you're not blind. So you're fine. But don't do it again. But they put it like up here. It's so dangerous. So dangerous. Really? No. Yeah, you're done. Just get a nose job. You're going to get a nose. You're going to come to Dr. Ben Paul and get a nose job. But I also, the biggest surgery I want. Oh my God, sorry. Go ahead. So you, ENT, I could talk to you for like five hours. Wait, I love this. ENT. Okay, so she, so she went out during COVID and was like, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm like not practicing anymore. So then I had to find a real doctor. And I, so I I went to, I I saw somebody, I went for a consultation with somebody. I hated them. They were so rude to me. They made me feel uncomfortable. And then I found Dr. Paul and immediately from the second his little angel face walked in the door, I was like, this is my man. Like he was just so kind, so calm so sweet, spent so much time with me and just like a nice person. And I trusted him instantly. He was just fantastic. And I, I was blown away by him. And I said, yes. And honestly, it's the best decision I've ever made. Like I can breathe better. One of the things that I, I, I couldn't breathe. So he ended up having to break my nose in five places. He was in there for hours longer than he thought he would be. He thought it would be like a three-hour surgery. It was like a six-hour surgery. He said, I had the most crooked nose he's ever been inside. I was like, thank you. And it was it was crazy. I'm so happy I did it. I did have, I post about this a lot. I did have a really bad allergic reaction though. Yeah, um, I saw Which that. nobody could have known. I never had surgery before. Um, and was, was it to the um, anesthesia? It's called mastisol. I was allergic to the glue that they use to glue the nose cast to the nose. So <sighs> my nose was perfect, but- the glue was eating through my nose. And apparently if I had waited any longer, my gut told me something was wrong. And we went to see him a week before I was due to see him. Um, And he said, if I had waited even another day that the the glue could have eaten through my nose and we would have had to do a reconstruction. But the cast came off. Dr. Claire saved the day. She knew immediately what it was. They put me on steroids of all kinds. And within 10 days, my nose was totally perfect. You know what I really want? And I did just talk about this with Leah is I want the. You want a brow lift. I want a brow lift or what is it? Bless upper blepharoplasty. I want an upper blepharoplasty. Why are we not bringing you to Dr. Paul and filming this? We are because I did have someone. Well, and the Taylor Strucker listeners will know. I talked about this with Dr. Wider, who's the best. You should meet too. She's not. She's a psycho. She's like not. Well, MD, but like not practicing, does like a lot of stuff for Cosmo. We talked about this. I found this woman in Greenwich, Connecticut, who that's all she does is upper and lower. She's like, oh, wow, that's it. I love a specialized doctor. I know she's great. However, I was like, dude, what's up? Rachel and I both want this. Like, let's get it on and pop in. I'll pay for it, but I want maybe a deal and I'll film it. She just fucking never hit me up. So honestly, I'll go and I'll film whatever. I want like, Nose breakage, eyes, and then I'm done. You have to come to Dr. Paul. Tell me when you're in New York. We're doing this. We're we're setting it up. You will love him. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm gonna change your life. I'm gonna change your life. Oh, I know. I'm lost my mind. I've first of all, thank God. Because here's the thing: Rachel and I always reconvene when I fall in love with someone, or she falls in love with someone on the internet, and I book them for the show. I'm always like, dear Tupac. Please yeah, be please the way be like, that you are what? on the internet and not yeah. be a fucking weirdo. Because guess what? Yeah. I hate to break it to you. There's Nine so out many. of ten, they suck. I know. I know. And then I'm horrified. And then I sit here and I'm like, uh, okay, but haha, you were so funny. And they're like, what? And they're like total weirdos. You, on the other hand, bisexual, amazing, funny. It's because I'm an actor. I can just turn, yeah. I can turn it on. Yeah, fair turn. enough. 
Well, and what, so you were in Bros. So I was in Bros. I was in Mrs. Maisel. I'm in the show Harlem. Um, and then we had a SAG strike and now I'm back. I had an audition today. I have one on Monday. We'll see what's next. We'll see what's next. I love it. And do you think having this online presence now helps no. you? <laughs> I can answer your question. Did you just say no? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I Listen, maybe I'm wrong. But as far as I know, when my agents pitch me for things, saying she's a social media skincare influencer doesn't really help me get serious acting jobs. That's so interesting because in L.A., like yeah. when, so for instance, I went and I told you this, whatever, I went to this like insane influence yeah, dinner last yeah. night and I was just like, uh, I was so uncomfortable. I mean, I've been to a thousand of them. I've produced a thousand of them, but when right. I'm a guest, I get really insecure because I'm like, right. oh fuck, like all these people have like millions totally. of followers. They're psychos. They have the phones out. I like whatever. And it was a small enough dinner. Par- it was a dinner party. Oh, no, I will not go to a dinner party. Absolutely not. It I am not sitting so... next to somebody and talking to someone. Absolutely not. And then the worst part, again, this is where my wasp comes out. No place settings. So then it was like a free oh. Who best friend sits with who? No. It was terrible. But I did make friends because I do know how to survive. Um, okay, good for you. I would have I- laughed. That's when I pretend that I get an emergency call and I leave. And I've done that numerous times. Well, I do like that my little click that I finally got was all like, oh, yeah, no, we like booked other shit because we were like, we didn't know how this was going to go. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm dead. But we were talking. I was talking to this woman last night who I adored. And I sort of because I'm the worst and especially after the last wine, I was like, oh, my God, these like social media influencers. Like, what the fuck? dude? Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, oh, let me follow you on Instagram. She's like, I want to follow you too. And I was like, well, don't get too excited. I have like twelve thousand Instagram followers because I'm like right. fucking shadow banned to hell. And she was like, oh god, the social media stuff like kills me because my agents and my managers are so intense about me posting. Because I was the only person, I kid you not, that like was not put po- like. I'm eating pasta, like, like eating. I just couldn't fucking, here's my tablescape. Like, I just didn't give a shit, right? No no desire for that. Well, I was also just like, can we just, I'm getting a little, um, not revolt, revolt, not in terms of feeling ill, but like going against the grain. I'm getting a little revolty where I'm like, I, as you, produce so much content, especially with Cool Cool Cool, especially with guesting on other shit, that when it comes to my, Personal, I just like to like share fucked up memes that make me laugh. That's like all I like to do. Same. So this woman was like, no, no, we should post. And I was like, okay. So we like did it all in consolidarity. But she was saying, and she's like a pretty established-ish actress. She was like, I the big problem for me now is I'm up against girls who have like 500,000 followers on TikTok. And like, that's such a big thing now. So And I was like, dude. But I think L.A. and New York is different. I think they're different. And I think it depends. Well, like, you know, I, I don't do anything serious. I do only comedy. Um, I think the hardest thing, at least over the past six months when there was like the strike or the looming strike was everything I went in for that I was positive I booked, positive I booked, ended up going to an actual celebrity because nobody else was working during that time. Like I yeah. checked. There, I went in for a low, like literally a low budget feature. It was like two fifty a day, and I sent in this audition. I felt this with everything, every job that I've ever gotten. Like that is my job. That is it. Nobody else can get this. And I was like, I know this is my job. An A list star did that two hundred and fifty dollar low budget. Oh, because it wasn't SAG. It was no, it was SAG. Oh, it was. Oh yeah, everything sag, but it's I, I it was I got a waiver or whatever during the strike during the time where no one was working. That you know, it, it was one of those sag things that had a little waiver, and mm-hmm. and uh, you can't you can't compete with that. I can't I can't compete with that. So interesting. Well, everyone's a monster. I mean, also what I talk about all the time is celebrities are monsters. So you know that person took your job that was meant for you, and they're probably gonna just you know they can't. They can't do it. I'm like, I know, you know, I know. Well, I, you know. I'm sure you have one, but now I'm like your new publicist. I'm like, get out of here. Uh, I um, don't. Have one. I, I don't even know what a publicist does, to be honest. You know what? Nor do I. I did speak about this the, two days ago because I work. I sit on a political board. We were talking about P. 
NPR. And I was like, yo, on some real shit and no Tino shade to all of my lovely publicist friends that are listening right now. Yeah. I don't know really what y'all do because you really want placements in editorial. I work at them all. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, my last show, we had a publicist who did not a damn thing. And we were on, I, Liz Cully, got us in page six, fucking E! Entertainment, Us right. Weekly, People. Like, I don't know. I think also people are dying for content that you can pretty much like DM anyone at this point and like get the yeah. press you need. But I do think having evangelists out in the streets is maybe more effective and more important than a publicist. So I will be your head of evangelizing right. you, which I did do. And then you were like, blocked on the internet and then i was literally banned um you know what only the good ones get banned i like that you're hired i'm I'm an easy sell you're hired okay one last question because you have so much i mean i can't i could sit here for hours i'm ready what i do really love that you and your derm talk about is how like a lot of these products are totally not worth it like love it even though i did get the bloom oh it's great yeah okay nice I used your code. Great. Um, yeah, it's great. But a lot of them are not worth it. I have tried and spent thousands of dollars yeah. on products for the person living out. All like you tell all of your followers, what are a few products that you can get at even potentially like a CVS that you are like, this is the best. Every single product that I use, other than my prescription retinoid, is from the drugstore. I only use drugstore products. CVS. Target, Dwayne Reed in New York. I do not believe that you have to spend money to have good skin. I think the three most important products, and my derm agrees, is a vitamin C in the morning, your SPF in the morning, and a retinoid at night. And then you need a cleanser, a toner. I'm a big fan of toner. You don't have to use it. Cleanser, toner, an eye cream if you like to use it, and a moisturizer. That's it. Five products in the morning, five products at night. You do not need any fancy, expensive miracle collagen boosting anti-wrinkle cream that's $300. It's bullshit. Prescription retinoid is $10 with insurance or it's $90 without. Um, Vitamin C's that are very, very effective. They are out there now as low as $20. Sunscreen is anything that you're going to wear. I don't care what it is as long as you wear it. Toner, I use Vanacream. It's $7 from CVS. My vitamin C is $20. It's timeless. It's excellent. It's everything that you need in a vitamin C. My moisturizer is Vanacream lotion and the Vanacream in the tub from CVS, prescription retinoid, and my eye cream is Cetaphil. I have uh, one of the things I- A woman of the people, you guys, a woman of the people. People really compliment me on my skin everywhere I go. And they, they say, you must be using really expensive products. And I say, all of my products are from CVS. They're all from the drugstore but I get professional treatment. So my money goes to the yearly laser treatment or the twice yearly Botox or the once a year fillers. And the skincare, you don't need a fancy moisturizer. You don't need a fancy cleanser that you're gonna wash off. You need to know what order to put on products, what products actually work. And you need to be using the magic three products, I think. I think it's that simple. It doesn't have, skincare does not have to be hard. You know, they say you only fall in love a few times in your life. This is one of them, I and think. And this, I think, like, I don't even know how to feel right now. Your eyes are I, turning into hearts. It's so weird to watch are this. Are they? Thing. I feel that. And also, I'm like, fuck, why did I buy, like, all that IS clinical shit? You, no, it's, you don't need it. I mean, I listen, so if you fall, if you have the money and you want to spend it on things, like, I can tell you expensive products that are great, like, the Augustinus Botter, the rich cream moisturizer. I don't like that. That's so funny. So funny. I think it's fantastic. Dermalogica, they have fantastic products. Yeah, they do. Obagi moisturizers. Olga Lawrenson has some of the best moisturizers ever. But do you need it? No. If you can afford it, that's great. But if you can't, don't for one second think that you can't have great skin if you don't have money. The two do not equate. You're right. Yeah. You are right. You can Um, have in on a CVS budget, I promise you. Honestly, you are the most important and favorite follow that I potentially have ever had on the internet. I am honored to hear that. Thank you. I mean, I also do love the fail videos and like kids getting hurt. But outside of that, 
Yeah. Your content, I'm telling you guys all, obviously I'll link it in the show notes. You'll see all the ways that you can connect with Jillian. But her videos that are like, this is what I do in the morning. This is what I do at night. Here are my providers. And then like all of your other fun stuff. It's the best. It's the best part of my day. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is great. What did I tell you? A gem. 10 out of 10. No notes. The best of all time. Make sure you follow Jillian on TikTok and on Instagram. I will definitely put all of her information on the show notes. If you want to watch our episode, head on over to my Patreon. Uh, Follow me on TikTok too. I'm really trying to amp up the vibes (laughs) over there. Um, And if you don't mind, will you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify? I'm a little tough to find on Spotify. So if you're looking for me, make sure to put Liz Cully, cool, cool, cool. Um, I think Cool Cool Cool. There's a lot of song titles called Cool 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 and there's some like random podcasts, but if you don't mind, the reviews really help. Uh, And I really appreciate you listening and I hope you enjoyed Jillian. 